All right, welcome back to our radio show. We had some great questions at the beginning and we got some more good ones for you. The first one is zero carb bread. Is the wheat not good for you? I love this question personally um, because I do have celiac and so I cannot have wheat. I really should not do dairy. Occasionally I do, but I shouldn't. Um, and I think that's a very good thing to be aware of is that gluten and uh, dairy are both very inflammatory. Some people have more of a response to it than others, but for a lot of people, it is inflammatory. So if you are doing this keto lifestyle and you're making all these changes and you're really sacrificing and trying to do all this and you're not you're not having the desired result that you want, you're still feeling inflamed, you're still struggling, I would look to those two things next and see if, try eliminating one or the other for a week or two and see what that does for um, you hitting your goals. Yeah, I mean, I recommend even for people that don't want to track their foods and try to hit their macros to kind of keep a food diary at the beginning. And that can help you kind of isolate things that might be causing you some issues. Maybe you have a sensitivity that you're really not aware of. Right. And if you don't know what a food diary is compared to just tracking in like um, a tracking app, uh, a food diary would help you realize like, oh, I, I felt tired in the after. Like kind of make some connections between exactly what you're eating, how you're feeling during the day. It's a little bit more involved than just tracking your macros. Right. Like when you eat, like do I have an afternoon slump or do I always eat right before I pick up my kids? Mm -hmm. All right. Will electrolytes always be needed on keto or just at the beginning to get adapted? Yeah. I think electrolytes can be huge, especially as you transition, because that's when people experience what we call the keto flu, when your body is trying to transition to being a fat burner instead of a sugar burner. But to me, I, I take electrolytes pretty regularly because being in ketosis can have a diuretic effect on the body where you're losing a lot of fluids. When you lose fluids, you also are losing your trace minerals, your salts, your electrolytes. So I tend to replenish those anyway. If I don't, I can sometimes notice that I get really sluggish or I might have a headache and I'm like, oh, I might need some extra salt in my diet. I use a lot of pink Himalayan salt. Um, sometimes I even add that to my water and I find that I actually crave salty things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's my body telling it, me, hey, you need to replenish things that we've lost. Yeah, for me, um, once I was in this keto lifestyle for a couple of years, I started like my energy started dipping again. I thought, what is wrong with me? Then I started adding electrolytes in every day, and then my energy has just shot right back up. Um, but I was, I realized that I was not being as hydrated as I needed to be. So it really, um, it's helped me to get all of the benefits that I want to from being, um, from being keto. All right, next question is, should I avoid caffeine? I don't, I don't avoid caffeine. I like caffeine. I recommend <laughs> avoiding caffeine for no one. <laughs> caffeine for the win. Yeah. Now, if you tend to be super caffeine sensitive, like just be mindful of that. I know some people that they can't drink caffeine, like after a certain point in the day, they're like, I have to have my caffeine before 11, otherwise I'm up all night. If you know that about yourself, then sure, like moderate it um, for those reasons. But unless your doctor's told you to avoid caffeine, caffeine can actually be quite beneficial um, for people that enjoy the um, exogenous ketones, drinking those. Drinking caffe caffeinated versions can actually help your body uptake that more quickly, um, can help with focus, can help with, all, you know, a lot of great things other than just energy. Now, I am not recommending anyone take like the super, I don't want to name any products, mm -hmm. but any of those super caffeinated drinks or shots, like I think those are excessive and I don't recommend those, mm -hmm. but using a moderate amount of caffeine, I think can be very beneficial. Awesome. Um... Are headaches and dry mouth normal? How long does keto flu last? 
Um, so again, if you're having headaches, I definitely think one of the first things that you should look toward is, um, you know, electrolytes and replenishing your body with what it needs. Um, dry mouth, I will say since being, um, since being keto, I definitely am just kind of always thirsty. I always have water with me. And I think it's just a reminder that, um, I need to stay hydrated. So for me, I do kind of have that. It's not, it's not terrible, but that definitely can kind of be part of it. Um, as far as keto flu, often it will set in within the first, maybe three to five days. And if you think about, if you're going from the standard American diet, sad, um, then to take it, you know, down to fewer than 20 net carbs is a radical change. And so your body is just going to transit. That transition period is just part of it. Um, some people don't experience keto flu, but quite a few do. Just It's a shock to your system. So definitely, if you're new to this and you're going to jump in, I would recommend either taking it really slowly or definitely using electrolytes from the beginning. Most of all, I would recommend taking our challenge because our challenge does help people to start really slowly and the amount of people who experience keto flu who do the challenge is way minimized because of how slowly we introduce, you know, we start with low carb, then high fat, then macros, instead of jumping right into macros, which is a little bit too much for most people. Yeah. And if, if you want to think about it, an analogy could be like, hey, if I were a couch potato and I never exercise, I just laid around a lot, would you, as that person, go out and try to run like a marathon or sign up for a triathlon? And if you did sign up for it, and if you did try to do that, how would your body feel afterward, right? You've gone from one extreme to another. It's really hard on your body. You're going to feel really bad if you don't die, you know, trying to do that. And so the same way with changing your whole way of eating, if you do major changes all at once, it's a shock to your system, and it's it's naturally going to make you feel bad. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Does black coffee count toward your water intake? Okay. So... I think it's fine to count the liquid in your coffee and your tea as your water intake as long as it's not caffeinated. Caffeine itself, we talked earlier about how it's not necessarily a bad thing in moderation, but it can also have a diuretic effect on your body. And so to me, just don't count caffeinated drinks as part of your water intake because it's sort of canceling it out. Yes, you're drinking in fluids, but those fluids have caffeine, which is drawing water out of your body. So to me, drink those if you want, but don't count those as part of your water intake. If you're trying to hit like a certain amount, like I, I believe we talked in the last several weeks about how you want to drink at least half your body weight in ounces of water each day as kind of a general rule. So just don't count any caffeinated drinks in that. Side note, when I first started doing the challenge, um, I was talking about hydration and I said, you need to drink half of your body weight in water every day. I forgot that little detail of in ounces. And I had someone very concerned reach out to me and say, you are leading people astray. If people drink half of their body weight in water, it will kill them from overhydrating. <laughs> so listen, if you weigh 200 pounds, do not, disclaimer, do not drink <laughs> 100 pounds of water in a day. That is not a good idea. <laughs> um, when I drink ketones in the morning, does that break my fast? So at least the brand that we use um, is 45 calories. In general, 50 calories or fewer is considered okay during your fast um, to not break your fast. What about collagen while on the keto diet? A lot of people like to add collagen into their, their diet, and I think that's that's great. It's great for skin and nails and joint support. So if that's something you want to do and, you know, it's okay with your doctor, that's fine. 
just, you know, have to realize however you're getting that collagen in. Like the way I like to add collagen into my diet is to use a product in my coffee that adds four types of collagen in, but I have to account for the calories and the fat and the carbs that are in that. Okay. Um, what about sparkling water? What about it? Drink it. <laughs> Don't drink half of your body weight in pounds of it though, whatever you do. Yeah. Sparkling water is fine. Um, you, you just kind of want to be mindful of what other things they've added to it, right? So what sweeteners are they using? Um, there are a lot out there that just use like a stevia, which is awesome. Um, so just be mindful of what you drink. I know that there are some out there that have other things added to them, caffeine, sweeteners maybe that aren't recommended. So just be an informed consumer. And even if it's not a perfect choice, is it a better choice than what you made yesterday, which maybe you drank a, a big soda? Right. So always go back to good, better, best. Um, and so don't get overwhelmed. Like for us at the beginning, it was a not a, um, a natural thing to check ingredients and check labels, right? I was used to just eating whatever popped in my brain. Like I never thought about the nutritional value of it. Was it going to, what was it going to do to my body? I literally remember being at the grocery store and looking at people in the produce section and thinking, what a bunch of weirdos <laughs> who in the world would eat fruits and vegetables when there's all these chips and sugar cereal and cookies that you can be eating. Now, fast forward, I got to a really low point when I hit 40 <laughs> because I had that mindset for 40 years bad life choice. Um, but if you're just, if you're like me, just switching over, it is a shock. I had no idea how to grocery shop in a completely different way. So give yourself some grace. Maybe for you, switching from soda to sparkling water is like a radical shift. You're not ready to read the ingredients of a sparkling water, right? Celebrate the wins. Remember, don't compare yourself to someone else. Compare you to you and compare you to yesterday. And if you are moving even a tiny bit in a better direction, celebrate yourself. Um, that's a huge win. And think of where you're going to be in five or 10 years versus the track that you were on before, where that was headed five or 10 years down the road. I know for me, you know, I, I have still lots of room to grow in the way that I eat, but I'm so far ahead of where I was five years ago when I was on this terrible path that I celebrate myself. I mean, probably more than I should. I'm like, go Bridget, you're getting it. <laughs> because I know how, I know where I was headed and I see people around me, friends of mine and, and people in my family who were eating like I used to eat and their health is just slowly declining. And every year they gain five or 10 pounds. And they're surprised when they're needing more surgeries and needing more medicine. They just, they're, they're not going in a good direction. And I love when I go to the doctor and they say, what medicines are you taking? And I can say none. And they're like, you're not taking any medicines, you know, because I'm mid forties. I'm like, no, I take vitamins sometimes, <laughs> not as much as I should. Um, but um, I celebrate that because that's not the direction I was headed when I made this shift. Yeah, that's a great point. And here's a really fun little tip for you. If you don't want to be a label reader, you know, if that's overwhelming to you, shop the exterior of the grocery store. Most grocery stores are laid out where the exterior would be the produce, the dairy, and like meat. the, like the meat, the, what is that called? The meat? Is it just meat? I think it's just meat. The butcher area, <laughs> the deli area, I don't know, uh -huh. whatever, but it's basically food. Food doesn't have ingredients. Food is the ingredient in a recipe that you put together, mm -hmm. right? So if you're eating and buying things on the exterior of the store, not really many labels to read. Right. That's a great point. Last question. Why isn't the scale moving if I'm tracking my macros? Now, this is someone who I know has got to be super sad because every day they're putting their stuff in, in their um, tracking app 
they're making sacrifices. They're believing that this is going to work for them and they're not seeing the results as quickly as they want or they're not seeing the results at all that they are looking for. So I feel the frustration and the pain in this question. Um, and again, I would go back to what I was just sharing about don't compare yourself to other people. That is one downside of our challenge. Some people in the first week will lose seven pounds and they're celebrating, which is awesome. But some people have not lost any weight and so they're discouraged. Um, so don't compare yourself to others. Just think about the, what the gift that you are giving to yourself to your future health, uh, to your future self by trying to go after health in a way that you weren't before. Yes. And one thing that we really want to encourage women out there is to have freedom from the scale. Like we don't want you to be defined by a number on the scale, um, by a number in the label of your genes. Like that does not define your worth. Yes, it can be a metric or a measure of progress, but don't get tied up in that. Like people who switch to a keto style of living often say, I have better sleep, I have better energy, my joints don't hurt, mm -hmm. I move around better, my, mo my, my mobility is better, my mood is better. Like they count all these great benefits and then they get hung up on the fact that the scale doesn't move. And I just want to wrap my arms around them and say like, think about these great things that are happening to your body. Think about these great benefits that you've already told me you're experiencing. Please don't throw that away just because the scale doesn't move so quickly. And that is a perfect place to end because that is our heart and that's what we want to share with you. Yes, we can talk about macros and all the details of the chewing gum and the label reading and all of that is part of it. But most important is just going in a better direction to give yourself a gift for you, for your family, for people that you love so that you're one degree better every day. So if you're interested in learning more, you can go to reallifeketo.com where we have a ton of resources that will meet you right where you are and help you to take your next steps to find your real life keto. All right. Rebecca was a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Rebecca is a lawyer. So she loves to do disclaimers. So here you go. We are not your medical professionals. In fact, we are not medical professionals. So we're just sharing our personal experience and opinions. So you should always talk to your personal medical provider whenever you want to make any changes to your diet, your fasting, your supplementation, or your exercise regimen. So don't take anything that we say as medical advice. Also, any results that we've discussed may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? If you've made it this far, you would get along awesome with Rebecca, but I probably would make fun of you in real life. <laughs>